0: When my energetic mission is taken care of, then I'm really just free to create any 3D experience that I want. As long as it's not interfering with my ability to be an expression of the absolute in 3D, I can do it. Welcome to the True Frequency Podcast. I'm spirit, multidimensional human being and creator of Born Awake. I created Born Awake so that other beings like me, born awake beings, would have a place to go, learn about our operating systems, and receive the tools and resources we need to begin expanding in meaningful, satisfying ways on this plane of existence. My hope is that the transmission of this podcast helps you feel less alone. Because you aren't alone. There are others like you. And together, we're going to build New Earth. Can you feel it? In this limited series of the True Frequency podcast, Being Born Awake, our host Jesse and I define all the key aspects of what it means to be born awake and provide actionable steps for you, my little master beings, to truly begin embodying your true frequency on this plane of existence. It's no longer true that we have to choose between remembering all that we are and being fully embodied on this plane of existence. It is possible to have both. My deepest wish is to share this key of sovereignty with you all my love and thank you so much for being here okay hey spirit how you doing hi Jesse. i'm so excited having so much fun
1: yeah so cool so we left off uh in our last episode with someone asking you for your awakening story and you realizing that you didn't have one and then it kind of like opened you up to being taken further out in meditation than you'd been before where you started to receive the Born Awake download. So what I want to know is, was this still a process for you to really owning or believing that you were born awake from there? This is such a good question.
0: Um, Yeah, I think for me personally, so like with like students and people who engage with Born Awake as a brand. I see a lot of beings who like question whether or not they are, which is more the believing piece. I didn't really have that. I think just because of the story that we just went through of like someone, you know, this girl being like, so like what's your awakening story? And me being like, oh, I don't have one. I think I was just born this way. (laughs) Like, I think that just made it where, There wasn't really going to be a way for me to, like, I couldn't unbelieve that because it just felt like a fact. Mm. But I really did have a process around owning it. Like, I, I really did have a process around if I'm saying that I'm this thing, and if you're this thing, it means that you're a master and you're here just to hold a frequency rather than do any 3D thing or have any 3D experience. Like I didn't really necessarily feel worthy of that. I didn't necessarily, I felt like if that was true, that my 3D life would be way more together than it was at that time. And um, I also felt really scared of like backlash, like because I had already experienced that in so many ways just any time that I was kind of approaching, like owning my mastery in any way, there was almost always so much backlash of people being triggered by it and not liking it. So I was really afraid to kind of like step out and say, like, I didn't have an awakening. I came here awake because I just thought like everyone would be like, okay, asshole, like, you know? Um, And that was, we didn't really talk about that um, on the last episode, but We talked about it a teensy bit with that one story about that one training, but I mean, that was something that I encountered from lots of teachers at trainings or in different spiritual traditions that I would go to where they just were really threatened. And it just, it didn't compute for them that I could be so young and, and have all of this already because in their paradigm, the only way to get wisdom was to go through a 3d experience right and i was like i'm bringing all of this from all of the experiences i've already had across space and time like it's just you know that's why i'm so young but so yeah so there was a lot that i think for me was where the majority of it was um was like what are people gonna say and also not knowing that there were others like me So like, what if I just step out and say this and then just everyone thinks that I'm an asshole and like, what's really gonna like come of that, you know? So. Yeah,
1: totally. So then, I mean, obviously, you know, now that there are plenty of other beings like you that are here born awake, but what was that like for you when you were like, okay, I've got the awareness, I am born awake. Um, Was it like a further leap to realizing Or accepting or opening to that there were others like you? Or did you just kind of start finding these beings shortly thereafter, making the realization yourself?
0: I feel like that was definitely a separate process. Like for me, that was a huge process because I basically had to walk through the fear that there wasn't anyone like me before i got to have the experience that there was anyone like me because basically what happened was i started just sharing this realization that i was having so so i received like the born awake download i received the term born awake as a term and it really came in as a term it was always very clear that it was one word which you would think it would be two words so it was very clear from the beginning that that the energy of what I was receiving was like, no, I'm a term like this is like this is a word in the dictionary, like this is a new thing. And so as soon as I started talking about it kind of before this was kind of the moment of walking through the fear, my first ever or one of my first ever mentors in healing work messaged me because I shared it on Instagram and she messaged me and she was like, that's the title of your book. So I was like, interesting. And so then basically, then I started sharing from this perspective where I had received this download that I was born awakened, that that was different than beings who were here to awaken. So then kind of what I started to do was just share almost like snippets of my life story on Instagram in a way where I was like, I feel like this moment highlights to me what it means to me that I was already awake when this happened, whereas someone else would have received it as awakening. And so I started sharing these moments that felt like key moments. And it was almost more with the intention of like, oh, maybe this will be my book. Like That was kind of how it started. But then people started engaging with me or messaging me like strangers. I mean, you, (laughs) I would just post a video about stuff and I would literally just get messages from strangers being like, I'm born awake, like I'm that thing. And so that was really when I started to understand like, oh, this isn't just me. And, and then it kind of made more sense with, you know, we spoke about this in episode one, but in case you didn't hear that episode, or you haven't listened to it yet, part of the awareness, part of the download, how it came in was like, you, you spirit were here last time to facilitate the human operating system, like mastering the awakening trajectory. And now you're here for step two, which is the born awake trajectory. So like, because I had already received that download, I think then once these beings started showing up and being like, oh, I'm that thing, I was like, oh, okay. So probably there's lots of us that are here to do this and I need to create like the energetic process that's needed for like stage two. Wow.
1: So once you realize there was really just this momentum now, like just this kind of like, Oh shit, like I better get to creating. Like, did it feel like that? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it absolutely felt like that. And it's, it's funny. Like it reminds me of um, a friend of mine, like she, she, Uh, She wrote a book several years ago and self-published it. And then it was kind of a similar, it was her version of this, right? And then this woman just messaged her and was like, hey, I read your book. Like, I just want to support you. Can I just support you in your work and like what you're here to do? And my friend was like, oh, I guess I must be here to do something beyond this book then. Like, fuck, I better like figure out what that is so that like this I have something to offer this person who wants to support me like I better build something for her to support me and build it like so that's kind of it felt kind of like that but also more zoomed out because I was seeing like oh this is actually like a widespread thing so like I guess I have to figure out you know and and I think um Also, like, at at this moment, what I was wrestling with in my own life was, okay, I've owned that I'm this thing, but my 3D reality does not represent me as a master. Like, my 3D life is, like, low-key a mess. So, like, I understood that whatever the energetic process was that was needed, it was about translating my mastery into my 3D reality. And so I think I understood, like, I had to do that process or almost like um, what I really ended up doing was like just formulizing. Is that a word? Like making a formula out of the process that I had already been using to do that of like, whenever there was something in my 3D, like this situation is not a reflection of the mastery that I know that I possess multidimensionally. Like I I made that process a formula and then that's what I started giving Born awake if I'm a representation of an entire type of being then basically what I had been doing with every spiritual tradition I studied, every healing modality I learned was I would go to the thing, I would learn it the way that it was being taught because, you know, it's also just for me, it was a humility piece. Like it was like, even if I could have the feeling going in of like, I could do this better, like, you know what, let me just receive it, how it's being taught. And then I can decide if I want to modify it like after, but basically what ended up happening was I would always have to like redo everything to work for my system and so what I understood was if I'm a representation of an entire type of being then like there is a whole type of being that needs things reworked so Mm -hmm. I think that was kind of the the mindset that I was coming from um which of course has now become you know this brand and everything that we offer but um that I think that's really where I was starting from with that, yeah. yeah. Was like, oh, okay, it isn't just that like I'm weird, and yeah, this doesn't it must be me. others. Like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously, thank God. Yeah, I mean, I guess it it did start through like people reaching out to me, and then through people reaching out to me, I started to get because I would have I. I just trusted that. And so anyone who reached out to me that way, I would have a conversation with them to learn more about like why they thought they were born awake, because that for me was information of like what it means to be born awake. So then once I started getting a little bit of that data, I started seeing more people in the world and mainly people who were younger than me. Like that's really when I started to understand, you know, I'm 30, a few days away from turning 31 as we're recording this. I would say most like most born awakes are like currently under age 18. Cool. So, so yeah. So, That's-
1: all right. Well, this is exciting. Like, so you're starting to meet other people like you. So you're getting a sense of what the key characteristics are that are different from a being who's here to awaken. So could you give us a sense of what these two types really look like next to each other how are they different
0: yeah so I think it was like I would say even there was like even a step before this because I realized that I was born awake and then I realized that there were other born awakes and then I realized that like being born awake was like a whole type of being and so then almost once i realized that i was like okay well then like how many like types of beings you know are there for me i understood that for my work what was relevant was really just differentiating between two types on like one particular playing field cuz there are all different types of beings on all different playing fields but like i really started to understand oh okay i just need to understand being born awake versus being an awakening being so being born awake versus being here to awaken and what i would say now just kind of as a like aside with that is what i've really come to understand is like that's really about the operating system and so we'll get into the details of that now but i think what hangs a lot of people up or confuses them is awakening beings also frequently reach a stage in their incarnation where they are awake, right? Anyone who's asking the question of like, what was your awakening story? My awakening story was blah, blah, blah. Like they're already awake. And so I think what confuses people a lot is they're like, wait, I am awake now. Which one does that mean I am? But if, unless you were born that way, like it is just like, unless you were born awake, you, you would be defined as an awakening being Mm -hmm. just because of how your system wants to play. So, um, okay. So the two types are born awake and awakening, as we just said, and the most, I guess I would say the most key things are so if we're talking about things in terms of these two generations that I spoke of, of kind of what I had been shown of my larger mission across lifetimes, where in my last lifetime, I was here to support awakening beings. And and now I'm here to support Born Awakes. What that really looks like in terms of the human operating system is that awakening beings are moving from an awareness of perceiving 3d reality as quote unquote all that there is they're moving from that starting point to an awareness of really their themselves as creator they're moving to an awareness that they can learn things and master them and they're really awakening to their multidimensionality so like they're awakening to all of the levels that they exist on they're awakening to all the facets of who they really are right and so that is the awakening trajectory is really from perceiving all of this as reality to oh my gosh actually this is all an illusion right like none of this is real and it it comes with that desire to transcend frequently is like part of that so if we're talking about that in terms of the energy system and the human operating system that was a process of moving energy from the earth up through the system like if you think about that process that's what that feels like and looks like isn't it's an upwards current and what propels each stage of that expansion or zoom out to oh my god and there's even more than this oh my god and actually there's even more than that like each stage of that is propelled by 3D experiences. So for the awakening being, they're really receiving the experiences that they need from 3D and that's how they move forward in their journey. So for an awakening being, it is relevant to to like be in this energy of like looking at signs or trusting the universe because they are in a sense waiting to receive and that's what moves them forward Mm -hmm. once they're awake the rules kind of change but like the the awakening process upwards trajectory born awakes essentially are born with that already having occurred so they already did that they're here now to move The full total knowing of their multidimensionality of themselves as source and creator, like they're here to bring all of that down and hold it in their bodies, Mm. the opposite trajectory. And this is where, you know, I don't want to confuse people too much but if you're an awakening being you can see how if you've gone through the full process and you've gone through the full activation of the chakra system and you're essentially already out past the crown like you've already transcended back to source you would in a sense be starting from the same place now that a born awake is born from where now it's about well for born awakes it's really bringing the void energy down so like for awakening beings they have to get from source to the void and mm-hmm. if anything in the born awake brand like any activation we offer anything in the portal course complete anything does that as like a prerequisite but so born awakes are coming from this void energy and bringing that all or nothing everything emptiness like all of it they're bringing it down in into the human operating system. And so for them, for us, we generate momentum by tapping into that void energy and looking at where it is not currently being expressed in our operating, like through our operating system into our reality. So like for us, it's a process of the energy moving down through our system but it really has more to do with just looking at where we're not allowing that movement to occur. So like rather than having to wait on 3D to give us the experiences to generate momentum, for us the momentum or the like propelling force is already there if we just start paying attention to our own energetic system instead of waiting on signs from 3D, waiting for the experience to propel us, like experiences will never propel us. It's only when we prioritize our energetics and our operating system that we actually start moving forward. So I think those are kind of the the main things. I think just with that understanding of the differences, it's like then in terms of how 3d life looks different for these beings. It's like, or what you would choose to focus on in your day-to-day life looks different. Like as a born awake, your mission truly just is energetic. So like, whereas for awakening beings, it is relevant, like to choose your purpose or your thing that you want to do. And then everything comes in to Mm -hmm. support you around that. For Born Awakes, it's like you have to just get clear on your true frequency and then just decide what feels good that allows you to reside in that state energetically. So it's way more of closing out things that would prevent you from doing that than it is about taking action. Like for Awakening being so much of it is like you take the action in your life and then things change. For Born Awakes, it really is hard because we have to do all this work internally and pass through a period where we really don't see like the the fruits of our labor like materialized yet and we have to be willing to pass through that so that's extremely confusing for a lot mm-hmm. of born weeks when they don't yet have this information um but that's really it's much more about closing out the stuff that prevents you from having the experience that you want to have than it is about doing things in 3D to like propel you having the thing you want to have or to move you towards having the thing that you want to have. Like pretty much that will just never work because you just like anyone with a born awake operating system is here to usher in new earth. What that means is like the the place that you desire to like have the type of experience that you want, like doesn't exist yet. So you can't like take 3D actions that get you closer to that. Like you just have to become an energetic match to it so that that thing can then materialize on this plane. But that's really hard. Like it's a tall order. What we are here to usher in is not so much instant manifestation because there are just larger timings on earth that influence things and that's okay right like it's like if we're actually um like balanced and empowered within ourselves we don't need things to be instant um but what i would say is that manifestation becomes effortless like shifting your 3d experience to match your desires becomes effortless because this operating system allows things to just drop in Mm -hmm. so like instead of it's the same thing we were just speaking of of like the shift from the action and the steps to just like it's just energetic it's like if you're willing to go the distance with that and to walk through kind of the dark night of the soul you know whatever I kind of hate that term but it just came to mind so whatever if you're willing to walk through that period of doing all of this internal work and not seeing anything reflected outwardly to confirm to you that it's working quote unquote, if you make it through that without caving, you're teaching your system to just like create the thing, like where the thing just drops in and is put like your system just makes it. So that's really what the collective, like everyone on earth is asking for that. Everyone is wanting to move closer to that reality. And so as a born awake, if you kind of speak of purpose or mission, what you do for your own system and your own body, like the cells of all our bodies talk to each other, like we're all interconnected, right? We're all made of the same stuff here on earth. So that transmission is received. And and it supports the entire collective in being able to shift into that where things can be easier, things can be smoother, things can be gentler.
1: Is that also a reality for awakening beings that or is there just such a distinction in the operating systems that that same kind of speed or ease or like ability within within the the total system? Is that like is it possible for awakening beings as well you kind of said before like the stakes kind of change when once you are awake as an awakening being so is there still do you still see a distinction in the operating system at that
0: point I um it's a really great question I think the distinction is a lot smaller um I think in general it's like for born awakes how you want things to work is just what I'm describing like it's like what I'm describing is just like as a born awake you're just like that's just I just want things to work that way why don't they work that way whereas for an awakening being I think once they're awake there might be a desire for the effortlessness aspect like for things to just be effortless and to translate really smoothly but I find by and large they just don't really mind having to go through the 3d steps like as a born awake I find that so intrusive, honestly, in my desired experience. (laughs) Like when I have to take 3D steps, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like infringed upon. And for the awakening beings that I have in my life who are now awake, I just noticed that they don't really have that. They're, They're very much still, because they still might have masteries. Like you could be awake and still have masteries. And so I think there is more this detachment around it for them of like yeah but like um like they still want to learn stuff. Yeah, they still want the so experience. Even, yeah, and like they still want to be learning like cuz that's mm-hmm. still what they're here to do is to learn. So like even if you're entering into learning like fully um fully aware to the fact of like oh I'm creating this to learn xyz like you're still learning. I have met one being who I would classify as an awakening being who I would say is now just at a stage where they're a master. So they they just really, they're, they're very accelerated. And so I feel like they did just like a zillion incarnations in one. And that's why that's possible for them. But for most awakening beings, they would just still want the experience of learning something. Whereas a born, a born awake, there's nothing left to learn the only thing left to learn is how to show up for 3d life with detachment like that's, I don't know that's that's the learning is just like how do I do what needs to be done on this plane of existence without it bugging me whereas for awakening beings I feel like what bugs them more is the energetic work like does that make sense it does awakening beings part of their awakening is learning detachment yeah like they are super attached to things going a certain way and they have to let go of that it and we don't have that as born awakes it's like we already know that none of this is real so we have to make a conscious choice to care like we have to make a conscious choice to figure out a way to invest in something despite our detachment. And so I I think I would also characterize like that as almost like, almost like if you were looking at two beings and they're both clearly awake and you're trying to figure out and you, I don't know, let's say it's like a trivia question. And so you've been told one of them is awakening. One of them is born awake, but they're both already awake. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you know which is which it's like, The awakening being would be trying to figure out like how to care less and the born awake would be trying to figure out how to care. Like, because both of them would be coming from this place of like, okay, I'm awake now. I want to serve, but like, I want to do it in a way that's in harmony with my true frequency. The the process for the awakening being would be like, how do I do that in a way where I'm not just like obsessed with it being this exact purpose and these exact people? And for the born awake, it would be like, how do I manage to like resource my energy and attention enough to where one thing can actually take form on this plane that moves so much slower than my customary attention span? <laughs> like. Yeah. So I think that's so beautiful that I love you asking that question. Cause I, I, yeah, that feels like kind of the needed difference. Yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah. That just makes so much sense.
0: Yeah. And it is so interesting, right? It's like, it is um, with this stuff, thinking of examples gets really nuanced because it's like, you could describe like two beings could do the exact same thing. And one of them could be born awake and one of them could be awakening. And it is such a like specific differential to it's so much more internal and so much more about their multidimensional nature and their energy system. Which just makes it tricky because it's not like you could say well in this context an awakening being who's now awake would do this and a born awake would do that like they might do the exact same thing but their reasons for doing it would be completely different and like what they're trying to get out of it in terms of their evolution might be completely right so it's just it is it's tricky Mm -hmm. it's so cool it's like the awakening being is
1: here to really like Divest and then the be born-awake being is here to invest.
0: <laughs> like. Yes. Hello, born-awakes spirit here. If listening to today's episode has sparked your curiosity in my work and you're ready to dive in, you can head to bornawake.world to sign up for the portal. Membership is only $9.99 a month, and you can cancel any time without penalty. In addition to a full library of activations that walk you through completing attachments, pulling forward masteries, and deepening your connection to void, we have an ever-expanding Q&A library that's updated monthly with answers to new subscriber questions. If you're not sure about the portal yet but you have a question you can always feel free to submit them on our website bornawake.world. We review all submissions. There is an option to pay for a guaranteed response as well. Thanks for listening. Without further ado let's get back to today's episode.
1: It's just such an exciting topic. It's like hey, there's actually a really important distinction to be drawn here between two different kinds of beings who share a real common path, right? Like we're we're exploring awakening, but we're just kind of exploring it from two different sides of the coin. Um, If the launchpad for Born Awakes is, I already get that I'm creating my reality, then what is the next step?
0: It's like, are you here to have 3D be your teacher or are you here to make 3D what you want it to be? Yeah. And awakening beings, once they reach that state where they are awakened, they can do that too, right? Like they can then play in that way. Um, But for Born Awakes, we come in primed to do that, but usually we're waiting to first go through that process of like learning the thing, right? So we're like waiting to find out what the thing is that we're here to learn um, when there isn't a thing. And so we kind of keep ourselves stuck in that place of waiting, rather than actually just like starting from, it's almost like there's the process of moving from being asleep to being awake. And then once you're awake, what do you do? And so born awakes are not like owning the fact that that's where they're starting. And so then they just are going in circles because they're like waiting for their awakening moment. Um, but there's there's no awakening <laughs> going coming. And so they're just like circling a- around it. And so I guess I do just want to dive into sort of like those aspects a little bit first because it feels relevant. So directionality is really key. If you think of a being that's here to awaken, they're moving from the density of 3D experience and from perceiving that as real to the the higher frequency perspective that they're God, right? And so it's this upward current of energy where like, it's like momentum builds really slowly and it builds through interacting with 3D life and having experiences and having mirrors and like taking a little particle or piece from that and then going on to the next thing, right? It's like this building where they're really having to like, take these actions to build it. It's like I build the thing and then I learn that thing and then I build the next chunk and up and up and up we go. Um, Whereas born awakes, the directionality is downwards, right? Because it's like, I already have this mastery. I already have this knowing that I'm God, but I have no idea Mm. how to materialize that experience in my 3d life. Like I, I don't know how to make my 3d life actually express that truth that I know. Right. And so that's another place where born weeks get hung up because then they start thinking, well, if I was truly the master that I feel like I am, I wouldn't have these problems. Right. But it's just, it's because it's a different current, right. Whereas if you're awakening, you master 3d, down here in the lower chakras before you move up to the spiritual awareness. But if you're born awake, you, you have the spiritual awareness before you've learned to implement it. So, so that's directionality. And the other thing that's really important for born awakes to understand with directionality is once you just initiate that directionality, the momentum pretty much creates itself, So it's a really different process because you're not having to wait for 3D life to give you opportunities to master things. You're really just able to drop in that absolute perspective and we'll get more into the absolute another time, but you're really just able to, to drop that in and anchor it as soon as you understand directionality. So like, that's a thing for people listening. If they just start working with their energy system in that direction, they're going to feel like massive shifts right away without doing anything else. So that's one thing. The other thing is just understanding the difference between like, Being here to go through experiences um, versus just being here to own your mastery. So awakening beings are here to go through experiences. They play out their karma in 3D. So they create an experience to learn a thing that they don't know yet. It's really slow and then eventually they learn the thing or maybe they don't and they'll do it next lifetime and that's fine too. And then they, they sort of move on right in that really slow current. But for born awakes, we've already like, if you're born awake, you've had so many lifetimes, (laughs) like you have experienced so many 3d experiences, anything that you're needing to master is already accessible to you. Once you learn how to work with the totality of your being, once you learn to stop identifying with this small human you and like zoom out to your multidimensionality, you can start to just pull forward the completion, right? Like you complete that learning at its origin and then you pull forward whatever the mastery was. And like, that's it. You don't have to wait to do it in 3D. It's just purely energetic. And so again, something you're probably noticing about Born Awakes is like the speed of things is really different for us. There's a quickness that's available to us that wasn't available to awakening beings. So like if you're someone who feels that kind of spiritual impatience, it might be an indication, right, to like start looking at if maybe you're born awake. Um, And so then the other thing, which obviously just goes with the directionality is you're not like so much interacting with 3D life. You're really like um, narrating what 3D life is going to be. And once you understand your directionality, you'll see how that's just like, how else could it be if you're just moving the absolute down and out through you? Like, of course, then When you're truly in alignment and once you've learned how to complete attachments, like you're going to just create what you desire. Mm. And, and that's, it's not a thing of like having to pray or like make a manifestation list or like these different things or like ask the universe for a sign. It's none of that. It's just like, I just want this thing and I'm creating it. Um, Which awakening beings, like I said, once they're awake, they can do that. But a lot of them still will choose not to. Like awakening beings really take pleasure in the experience of playing with the universe or having this concept of the universe or God or spirit guides or these different things. And it's not that I'm saying that those things aren't real. I'm I'm just saying that we're really desiring that sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And so that's just, yeah. So that'll appeal to us in a way that awakening beings might prefer to hang out in that experience of the universe. What like what things at the beginning when you first were introduced to the idea of being born awake, like what made you want to like stick to <laughs> holding it, like being like, no, I'm still awakening? I yeah. really <laughs> Yeah, thank you.
1: Um it's so funny because actually just before we jumped on this call I was just remembering that I actually had a friend suggest not in these words but she suggested that I was born awake she was like oh um yeah similar to you like tell me about your waking story and and I was just kind of realized that I was like I don't know I've just always been exactly like this yeah. and she had to point it out to me she was like okay that's not normal like <laughs> I She's like I can think of one other person because she loves asking that question. Um you know, I can think of one other person who hasn't who has said that. Who has said, I don't know, like this is what do you mean? Am I awake? Like this is just how I am. So for me it was like I just I guess like <laughs> I didn't know that I was awake. I just thought that I was a huge weirdo and it was actually like, you know, finding the spiritual community and, and finding out about, you know, like all these practices to kind of like awaken your upper chakras. I found that I felt comfortable in those spaces. So for me, it was like a sense of like friendship and community that I found in the ascending crowd which made me kind of really like attached to it and go oh yeah I'm like you guys but um I remember like I was kind of sitting there and being like oh I feel so frustrated actually because I can't really enjoy myself because I actually recognize I already know this so like I I realized it I was like there and I was like yay people who don't think I'm weird but then at exactly the same time it was like it just felt so lackluster for me to be there you know, like how can this be that I'm thinking of a specific example. I was in a tantra workshop, and it was day one. It was like you know we had a couple couple <laughs> hours into day one of this tantra workshop, and it suddenly dawned on me that I knew everything about tantra, and yet I hadn't ever practiced it before. And I actually kind of was sitting there and instead of absorbing the information, I was like seeing past lives in which I was in the um, facilitator's role.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I guess what I'm saying is that I just really, it was so isolating, feeling so different to everyone and feeling like really frustrated at the things that you know, I had to learn at school and things like that. So when I found out like, oh yeah, like heaps of people are on this path, I thought, you know, just like me. And here I am finding people who are kind of talking about things I'm interested in. But yeah, it was like, there was just a very short kind of thread to pull. And then I was like, oh.
0: Totally. (laughs) And I feel like that's just honestly such a perfect illustration because To me, that's all about directionality, right? And like, if you're awakening, you need, it's like, they're there to build that momentum upwards, Mm. but then as a born awake, you're just already up there. And so it creates this like looping feeling, like you just can feel that you're not progressing by being there. And so it's just this really frustrating feeling of being like, I know this thing. Like, I understand that it's somehow relevant for me to like, Matt, like, remember that I know this, but why is that remembrance, like not integrating into my being in a way. Right. And like, that's totally the directionality thing because it's not those awakening practices. Aren't going to bring it down through the system. Um, and I think it's, it's so brilliant to bring up just like trainings and environments like that, because that was definitely something I experienced a lot as well. Um, and just, it was totally the same feeling of just like this, I can't build any, momentum. I'm not progressing. I'm not moving forward, but everyone is telling me that this is the pinnacle. So like where else is there to go? Right. Which again is directionality. What's the top for awakening beings is like only the beginning mm. for born awakes. And we actually mm. have to bring it all the way down. So I loved that about what you said. And and I think um, just kind of back to the question too, of like, that, you know, that was res- like what sort of would make a person resist or, mm-hmm. or not want to do this. And, and I think that um what you said about community is so important also, um because I mean, you and I talk about it a lot of just how even in spiritual circles, if anything, maybe especially in spiritual circles, it can be really triggering for people when we stand in our ownership of like, no, I'm a master. I've already learned this. Like, I don't need to do that again. Like I'm, and also that thing of like, I created this as opposed mm. to like, oh, I asked the universe for this and the universe showed up for me. It's just like, no, I created this. And and that can be really hard for people. Um, And it can feel really scary to stand in that ownership when mm. it feels like you're the only one. And I feel yeah. like that's the other thing. I mean, that's the whole reason behind my creating this brand and also why Jesse, I know you're, you know, so passionate about being part of it is because we just we looked around at those moments, right? of being like, why do I feel like this isn't working? Why mm-hmm. is it working for everyone else, but not for me? Why do I feel like I belong, but also not feel like I belong at all, right? Like, there was no answer to those questions. And that's the whole purpose of what we're doing here is to like give those answers and also create a space where Born Awakes can come and be like, oh my God, like that's me also without feeling bad about it, without being told that like they're just, you know, being arrogant. That was a big trigger for me personally was I felt like When I really owned my mastery, whenever I said, I've already learned this, I don't need to do this again. And like tried to, tried to anchor in that. I would always manifest like people who Mm. pushed at that always, I would always manifest people like, um, picking at it and attacking it and trying to, to undo it. And, um, I mean, eventually I stopped doing that, but for a long time, it it came from this place of me on some level feeling like it's so arrogant of me to think that I'm a spiritual master. And, and part of why I felt like it was so arrogant was because my 3d life was still not how I wanted it to look necessarily. Um, and so, this is part of what I was saying about how for awakening beings, they master the 3D playing field and then they're working their way up into the spiritual playing field, right? So in the traditional awakening trajectory, by the time someone is a spiritual master, they have already mastered 3D life because that's the the order. But for born awakes, that spiritual mastery comes in before the 3D mastery. Mm -hmm. And so it's like really understanding that as well so that we don't have to feel that hesitance or that confusion anymore of like, but why am I still blocked in this area if I'm a spiritual master? It's because directionality is different. And so your blocks to creating what you want in 3D are going to come from approaching your system top down instead of bottom up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trying to think, I'm just like, I want to make sure my answer was like really thorough (laughs) because I'm like, why else would okay (laughs) no I think your answer was
1: incredibly thorough Um, like what I really hear in your answer is that you know so much of it just comes with us kind of like born awakes breaking away from the rest and just really owning that actually I already know this and I already get this and I need to find a way to kind of like live like this, live with this knowing. Cause like, I do have the same desires as everybody else to like have people around me and like have a life around me that looks good and and it looks right. Um, And it feels like me. What did it take for you to kind of go, I, I know more. (laughs) How did you, how did you trust that calling? Like, how did it happen?
0: It's such a hard question. Cause I'm <laughs> honestly like, fuck, like, I don't know. Like when I look back and I sort of look at the person that I was, I'm like, I don't know how I did that. I also did just, um, I wanted to say one other thing that came Please. up and I think this is actually relevant to how I did it. What is underneath all of that surface level? Oh, if I admit I'm born awake, you know, my friends are going to be mad at me. And, you know, this random person who's at this (laughs) training that I'm at, who I don't care about their opinion, they're not going to like me. And it's just going to be so awkward at the communal dinner then. And I can't do that Mm -hmm. to people because I'm a healer. I'm here to like love everyone, right? Like all that. That's all kind of on the surface. And for me, there was this deep, deep thing um that I moved through a couple months before really the full download of what being born awake is uh dropped in um like I was sort of playing around with this idea of what was my awakening moment and why didn't I have one like that was sort of percolating but I hadn't really been given an answer for that yet right it was just kind of in the background and um I basically had this experience um my timeline jump, which it's not super relevant. I feel like we'll do a separate episode where I really go into that because that's a whole thing. But what I really had to go through as the main part of my timeline jump was, um, so like, if you think of the traditional trajectory of ascending or reaching a place of spiritual mastery, you have to leave earth right? Like masters aren't supposed to be here. They've evolved past earth. They don't have karma anymore. And so they don't have to incarnate on earth. And so for this long time, earth was really locked on this timeline of being a place where you came here to resolve karma because most likely you had created your karma here because the spectrum of emotions on earth is so much more extreme. Like what is a, a lot of people believe that earth was an originally created as a vacation planet. Like we were, we came here as a vacation to have this spectrum of emotion experience and like nature and beauty and smells and tastes, right? Like the five sets is sex, love, like Music, music is said to not exist on almost any other planet, right? So all of these things that are so magical about Earth, but the thing about that spectrum of emotion is that with that emotion, you create karma really fast. And so all of these beings came here for vacation and ended up creating karmas that they have to come back again and again <laughs> until it's done. Oh right? my god, they got gypped. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of healers, if you know, if you sort of dig into it with them, they're really pissed about that because they they're still in that narrative that that's why they're here, um, and they're mm. super pissed about it. They're ready to stop coming, right? And that's that ascension energy. And so, what born awakes are really here to anchor is this ability to be fully embodied in 3D without creating karma, right? Like that's really what sovereignty means to me is like, I'm fully here, fully embodied, fully present for this 3D human experience. I feel all the emotions. I hear all the music. I enjoy sex, all the things, but I am, I'm sovereign. None of it hooks me. None of it creates Mm -hmm. karma. And um, I can actually say that I have been living that way since my timeline jump in 2019, which is Mm -hmm. bananas. I still have karma that i'm actively completing through my experience of being here from other incarnations like past ones but i no longer create new karma and so that's really the change that beings don't believe is possible so there's this fear that in owning that they're born awake they'll be forced to not come here anymore and that leads to either a fear of like, if I own this, I'm going to die, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to create a death door and be forced to leave. Or it creates this thing of like, I won't be able to finish what I came here to do. So that's sort of like the the underlying thing. Um, and that's definitely what I had to move through underneath. So I would say that was sort of like the energetic behind the scenes that led to me, I guess, being brave enough. But then in a very like, just like nuts and bolts way, in kind of the two months before creating Course Complete, which is this training that I created for Born Awakes and started teaching in the fall of 2019, in the few months leading up to that, I was just sharing on Instagram, like, this awareness. Like it was just like the download was dropping in every day more and more of what being born awake is and means. And at first I was like, I don't like, I don't even know if this is happening to anyone else or if it's just me, but like, I just knew that the path forward was just to talk about it. Like to just say, this is what my experience was. Um, Because I was so tired also as a business owner of being told that I had to share my like aha moment as the reason why I had started my business. And I was like, I don't have an aha moment. Like I just always knew the thing. (laughs) Like, and so it felt like this way to be authentically myself in my work. Most of the people that have reached the level of success that Born Awakes might be aiming for, even in like spiritual communities in these different worlds, right? Mm -hmm most people don't hit that level of success when they're like 20, right? They hit they hit it when they're like 30 or 35, right? Cuz it it 3D does take time. And so most everyone that a born awake could be looking to for that inspiration was awakening. Yeah. And so even when you listen to those interviews or whatever with people, it's like that that path that they took is just not going to feel relevant to a born awake. But then that creates all of the guilt and shame of like, Mm. but they got where I want to go. How can I just be like writing it off just because it doesn't feel right? I don't know how to get there. Um, And so really learning like on a day-to-day basis to be like, yeah, I don't know how to get there, but they actually don't know the answer for me either. Like that's, it's, I think it's really challenging and it's really just like a day-to-day practice. And I know for myself, it was definitely something where I had to keep kind of, there've been so many times where I would take the first step towards like asking someone like that to mentor me or like purchasing like the base level offering from someone like that, like taking that first step and then just feeling how, like how much it just didn't compute with my operating system. Right. But I had to do that for a long time. I couldn't just trust. I couldn't just trust it, that it was a no, I would have to do Mm. the first thing and then be like, I fucking hate this. And then it could be a no. Right. And so it's almost (laughs) like. I feel like the tolerance for doing things that don't, that are not in alignment with our true frequency, like it just keeps decreasing and decreasing over time.
1: Totally. Um, I would totally agree with you. And, you know, I think you're touching on one of those distinctions that like people who are born awake, they actually don't want to and don't like to learn from others a lot of the time. Like I remember when I met you Well, when I, so we were on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, what's, is this desire to learn from someone? Like, and it was so exciting because that desire just really didn't show up. It was much, I realize now, like, you know, it was much more that, yeah, that like, oh, I feel so guilty because like, I know I get a sense of what I want to do or what I'm here to do. And I guess the route is to learn from others, but I fucking, I, I don't want to. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to learn from others, and so like a lot of the guilt is like, oh, am I an asshole? Like, am I like, <laughs> am I that full of myself? Like, how can I be so full of myself? But there's this like knowing that oh, I've done this before, or like they're not going to be able to tell me anything that I can't tell myself. And quite often, I'd be like, getting my money's worth was me going into a training just like I was saying with the tantra thing, just to get that recognition of my own mastery. But I needed to prove it. I needed it proven to me. Like prove to me I'm a master. There was a lot of that I know for me to get over the line of like, just being like,
0: I am born away. It's so spot on. There's like so much in what you just said that's Mm. so important. And I think a lot of it goes back to that energy of, until you know what it is to be born a lake, you don't want to acknowledge it because you don't believe that there'll be something you can do then. Right. So it's like the person who's like creating the same dynamic again for the experience, quote unquote, is like, she's doing that because she doesn't actually trust that if she stopped doing that, there would be like a higher level. And by higher, I'm just, it's, I don't mean to invoke judgment or like that it's better. It's just, it's a frequency, right? There would, she doesn't trust that there would be a way of relating to 3D life that, doesn't require karma like that's just totally foreign and and a big part of that is because everything that's being taught is for awakening beings and awakening beings do need karma so like anyone that has any introduction to spirituality like they're gonna they're gonna believe that they need those experiences in order right. to find their purpose right and something else that we haven't really tapped into today too much and we'll we'll get into more in later episodes is that Born awake, so we don't have a mission or a purpose. The mission is energetic. It's literally just to anchor the frequency of the absolute in 3D. Like that's it. And to become that energy of, I'm a sovereign being operating in 3D reality. Like that, that ability is what we're here to do. That's it. And so part of that recreating experiences comes from a place of having been fed the awakening narrative of you need a mission or a purpose. And once you have a mission or a purpose, you'll feel fulfilled and everything will fall into place. As long as it's not interfering with my ability to be an expression of the absolute in 3D, I can do it. Like I might have to complete some karma or move through some, as you say, I might have to do some deconditioning, right? In order to materialize it. But like it's fully allowed, right? Like I can, It's it'll be in alignment with me doing what I'm here to do. Mm. And, and that's really the difference because for awakening beings, that alignment comes from their mission. Like that North Star mm. of their mission creates, cr- like creates all the things that need to be on the timeline, right? And so there are actually kind of like things that are compatible or incompatible with their mission whereas for born awakes the mission is just it's just being an embodiment of the absolute in 3d so like as long as what you want to (laughs) do works with that which is like pretty much almost fucking anything that isn't like pretending that you don't have power when you do (laughs) like you can create it
1: hey guys jesse here with my key takeaways from episode two one of the key takeaways from this episode is that being born awake is a thing. <laughs> and that when Spirit really got clear that it was pivotal to her being here, that she recognized that, she, if that then led to her being able to coin born awake as a term and led to her creating the processes that are specific and true only for born awake beings. She goes into sharing about this key distinction between born awakes and awakening beings, which is the difference in the operating systems of both beings and really tackles speaking about this distinction or this element um, by focusing in on the different ways in which an awakening being would experience 3D as opposed to a born awake being and what their, how their experience of 3D would differ. And some of these differences are awakening beings are looking for experiences from 3D in order to find the momentum to move them forward on their path. And step by step in that way, awakening beings claim all the facets of who they really are. And through that kind of initiate this desire to transcend 3D and to move further and deeper beyond what 3D is um, is showing or providing them with. So their trajectory is moving upwards and is initiated by experiences in 3D. And that's what creates the momentum, the that looking outside of themselves, looking further than 3D becomes the action. There's a lot of momentum there to move them forward. Momentum for born awakes happens differently. Born awakes are moving their knowing of all that they are down into their bodies. So that um, kind of broad spectrum knowing that there's more to life than 3D. There's more to life than uh, the experiences that are coming my way. I actually have a way of connecting with um, uh, like the highest frequency version of my reality. And my momentum is generated as a born awake when I tap into that void energy and looking at where that energy can't express in our 3D reality. And then it becomes about doing the work energetically to get out of the way of that void energy expressing all the way through into 3D, which leads to another key distinction that differentiates awakening beings from born awake beings. And that is the idea of a purpose. Awakening beings, their purpose is external. They connect to a higher purpose out there in Their life and the purpose of the process of of finding that leads to different experiences coming their way and again they get to level up they get to learn from experiences that they haven't had before and it really shapes their lives whereas purpose for born awakes the focus is to align to their true frequency as an inward expression and then it becomes about closing out anything that doesn't match that alignment to their true frequency. True frequency spirit doesn't really go into that in, that in this episode, but when we speak about true frequency, we're really talking about becoming an embodiment of the void. And there's plenty more on that coming in future episodes. Awakening beings are going through their 3D experiences in order to learn more about their multi-dimensionality whereas born awakes are learning how to show up to 3D life with detachment um, while also learning how to invest in 3D in harmony with their true frequency. So another key takeaway is that Awakening beings are here to divest from 3D and to really experience what's beyond it. And born awakes are here learning how to invest in 3D, how to like zoom back in and really live here with all of who they are um, intact and fully represented (laughs) in this 3D experience. Another key takeaway is how born awakes are here to usher in new earth. And spirit goes into how this gets done. Basically, it's by becoming an energetic match to the void, a.k.a. getting out of the way so that that void energy can drop in and create through us. Born awakes keep themselves stuck when they wait for 3D to show them the way forward. It's more about identifying with your multidimensionality and pulling forward the masteries that you've already experienced, therefore becoming more of a narrator of your 3D experience rather than Waiting for 3D to show you what's real, show you what's true, and show you what's next. And importantly, to stop going through experiences that have masteries that you've already learned. So it's really the route to stop feeling like life is just a series of loops that don't really give you much traction or give you much of that experience of the enjoyment of being here that born awakes are really here to embody. Awakening beings, on the other hand, um, really do perceive what's happening in 3D as real. And so for them to to look outside of their 3D experience for a sign or for a piece of guidance that feels like it comes from um, some high frequency place is really purposeful because it leads to the building of their spiritual awareness and the understanding gradually develops that actually 3D um, isn't real and that we do have autonomy to shift and change things at will but that awareness requires experiences to come their way via 3d to eventually come to that awareness whereas for born awakes we're born already knowing that so here we are at another key distinction born awakes are here to focus on what they have already learned and that that's what creates the momentum um, but then the opposite is true for awakening beings who are really require that energy of learning and discovering things and the key distinction here is that the directionality is different. This episode ends with both myself and Spirit giving some personal examples of what can prevent a born awake being from recognizing or owning that they're born awake and what it can what it can look like to uh not have accepted the truth for your operating system as a born awake uh we get into how important it is to trust your own knowing enough to fully own that you're here as you're here for a different style of experience through 3d And how important it is to divest from the awakening awakening narrative in order to really find that momentum that born awakes are looking for in their lives and to really own and understand that the only mission for born awakes is to anchor the frequency of the absolute in 3D and to live as an embodiment of that. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of True Frequency Podcast. If you're ready to step into your mastery and stop creating shit you hate, go to bornawake.world and have a look at the portal. The portal is our library of activations, teachings, and Q&A designed specifically for the Bornawake operating system. Membership is $9.99 a month, and you can cancel any time without penalty. If you're not ready for the portal yet, but you have a question, you can always submit them on bornawake.world. We love answering your questions, so don't be shy. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope that you'll share it with friends and other born awakes and consider leaving a review. Thank you. Until next time.